Tokusatsu, taking the form of many shows including Super Sentai, Kamen Rider, and Metal Heroes. And today, a group of fans come together to review it for you as Toku Secrets. What is going on, guys? This is the welcome to another episode of the Toku Secrets podcast presented by AnimeSecrets.org. I am your host, Nathan DeSaw, one of the co-hosts of the Toku Secrets podcast. And today we are going to be um, coming at you for the final time this year, although it probably will be 2022 when this uh, video gets uploaded. Um, we're coming at you for the final time to talk about our beloved Sentai Gokadger. Last time we finished the series proper up. And today we are going to be taking a look at the 10-year anniversary movie that just recently premiered in Japan. And of course, as per usual, on this little treasure hunt, I got a bunch of crew members that are joining me here. So if you guys will please say your names and tell the audience who you are. Go ahead, guys. I, I am Rizwan, Blackbeard of the Seven Seas, and captain of this vessel that we call the Toku Galleon. And I'm joined by... I am first mate Anthony Davis. And I'm here. This is gonna be enjoyed this final review of Kokaiger, our final, final voyage. It's not our As final we take voyage, off technically. To the final seas of this review. For Gokaiger, at least it is, but Well, I mean, there's another movie or two we could do if we really wanted to keep the treasure hunt going. Possibly. That, that was my like bad impression of trying to do like Guy's version of his little epic speeches or whatever. Your face has to be in that ugly form. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. But go ahead, Nate. Um, normally, this is where we would do the Ranaut section, the randomly assorted news of Tokusatsu, but uh, I haven't really seen uh, anything. Uh, really, in, uh, unless you guys have anything, but uh, the have only... a Go ahead. No, go ahead, Riz. You're good. The only thing I've seen, and it's not like super, it's not like a super big thing, but the Dino Fury cast has finished ADR on season two of Dino Fury. Yeah, I saw um, that on uh, Hunter. Uh, Hunter Dano's um, Instagram, Instagram page. page. Yeah. Like a little emotional post about what it meant to her and how much it meant to her to be able to do it. So if they're doing ADR, they're in post-productions now probably, meaning we're not too far away from having um, season two come out on Netflix. But also, it's interesting to me that they just finished ADR now. Uh Typically, to my understanding, all of the stuff is complete sometime between the middle of season one. So I'm wondering if COVID had a part to play and the delay and them getting their ADR stuff done and getting everything else kind of settled from Dino Fury. Could have been. Yeah, so possibly. It's just, just like a little thought I had on the news we're seeing 
that, you know, we're in this weird time and it's unlike them, in my opinion, from what I've seen in past cast, for them to be complete with season one and just now wrapping up ADR. That's kind of odd. Mm-hmm. Um, well, besides that, I haven't seen too much else. Have you all seen anything, Nate, Anthony? Uh, I no. Yeah, nothing really big uh, in the news as of yet. I, we're kind of in that uh, era where, um, you know, we're just kind of waiting to see uh, new scans of the new Sentai and all that. And until that happens, uh, we're kind of in this weird uh, limbo uh, time period. But, you know, that's... Uh, Pretty much the only thing that people are talking about right now is what we're going to be talking about in this video, uh, the Go Catcher 10 Years Later movie. So, um, yeah, that kind of uh, allows us to uh, transition, I guess, uh, um, into the main subject. Um, so, um, this movie is called, uh, the, the, the formal name of it is Kaizoku Sentai 10 Go Catcher. Uh, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, like now, um, the, as I mentioned in the previous video, uh, the Gokaijers uh, did appear a couple of more times after the series ended. Um, just a couple of months after the show ended, they um, they brought back the whole cast for the first superhero Tyson movie, which was uh, the first movie in a series that was like uh, some common Rider crossover movies. Uh, Although the only two cast members that really had any major impact on the story were uh, Marvelous and Joe. Um, and that movie isn't really all that good. Uh, I mean, uh, and I haven't watched uh, the other ones, but I did see the first one. Uh, of course, they came back for the uh, for the um, Go, Go Kaiger versus Go Busters movie because that was kind of, you know, standard. Uh, procedure and by the way, I don't think you could count the superhero Tyson movie as canon, considering how uh, the Gokaijers are seen using. Well, at least Marvelous is he's shown using multiple Ranger keys, even though the Gokaijers take the Ranger keys back at the end of the show. I haven't seen Gokaijer versus Gobusters, so um, I, but I do see that they do Gokai changes in that. I'm not yeah, sure how they. Did they give an explanation since there's the Ranger keys were given up? I don't remember. I watched that movie around the same time I watched Go Kaiser the first time. Oh, okay. Um, but to kind of help fill in, they do do it again with uh, the Zeozer crossover. Oh, yeah, they did uh, in episode 29, I believe. 29, I think 30, was it? It's 29, 30. Yeah. Yeah. Someone like. Yeah. So, and that one they also did some Gokai changes. And the thing to note about the Gokai changes um, in these previous crossovers. So obviously the GoBuster one, there's there's only been like one season since Gokai. So they did like a. I don't think they Gokai changed then in anyone, but for Zeodes or the Gokai changed into Tokuzer. Q Reader, GoBuster, and Nininzer. Those are the ones that came between them, right? Yeah. So they decided to show off all those, all those new Ranger keys, I guess. 
Exactly. Yeah, they just want to show off that for the toy factor, I think. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I I apparently like I saw this on the Ranger Wiki page. Like, we can consider the um their team up with the uh, Jew Odra Cannon because they do mention something that apparently happened in those episodes in this movie. Uh, yep. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but yeah, so the Gokhydras have been back multiple times, but this is probably the first time in like five years, given mm-hmm. uh, the Jewodra team up. So uh, anyway, uh, we're going to just uh, go over the plot of this movie uh, very briefly, and then we're going to give some uh, commentaries on it. Um, so uh, obviously this movie takes place uh, 10 years after the events of the series. Um, it um so um in those ten years uh the Gokaijers have supposedly separated. Um Guy um has uh, has apparently been away from the Gokaijers for four years. And he has joined with the Japanese Ministry of Defense, which has created this new um, underground, uh, underground fighting coliseum called the Super Sentai Derby Coliseum, where they use where they use this reverse engineered version of what's basically Bosco's uh, Raparata trumpet to um, bring Ranger Keys to life. They pit they pit Ranger Keys they pit the uh, Ranger Key clones against each other in a fight, and people basically bet to see who's ultimately going to win and they, and they pick uh, Ranger keys at random and they're all just, and they're all basically just battling in a battle Royale where it's every man for himself and people bet on the outcomes and they're hoping to use uh, this money to um, basically help defend earth because it, it was apparently a esta- It's established that the Ranger keys were all, all of them, except the Gokadgers, of course, have been willingly giving over to the government so that they can, uh, so that they can use the Ranger Keys for this purpose, so that you know they can generate money to help protect the Earth, as well as you know um, give the Ranger Keys back to the Rangers in the case of an emergency. Um, the Japanese Ministry of Defense. Uh, we have multiple people. We have the Minister of Defense. And then he has uh, three people working for him, uh, which we'll um, get to. Uh, we'll get to um, those characters in a second. Um, of course, Guy is there, and uh, another character um, whose name is apparently revealed in this. I don't think he. I don't think he. Um, it was revealed in the actual series. Uh, his name is Masatoshi Niwano, who. Uh, is also helping Guy, and he's actually the child that appeared in the second episode. Uh, he stole the Shinken Red Ranger key and became Shinken Red for two seconds. Uh, he's a major character in this movie, and unless I'm mistaken, I'm pretty sure it's the same actor. For what? The uh, kid? Yeah. No. Oh, it's not? Mm-mm. Oh. I looked into it um, a little bit, because... Remember, I watched this movie um, while we did the Gokaiji reviews prior to now, whereas you guys kind of watched the movie after. So I was able to compare um, the actors a little bit. And the kid we see at the end of uh, the the season that 
you know, when he's fighting the Zanyak, that's not the same actor that we see in the movie. And when I looked it up online, uh, I think it might have been Sentai 5 or one of those guys on Twitter, one of the Toku Twitter guys, he mentioned the only way to have made this movie better in his mind would have been to have the OG actor of that kid that Marvelous met in, like, episode two. Oh. Yeah. Well, that kind of sucks then. Um, I I get it. Things happen, and it it doesn't detract from the story at all because it's barely noticeable. Yeah. Unless you have just seen the series like I did in in the way I saw it. So, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, 10 years later, are you going to really remember what the side character that was there for, like, one episode looked like? Yeah. You're going to remember more of what he did and who he was than, like, oh, his face is not the same one. Yeah, absolutely. So, it doesn't matter in most cases. It's just kind of, it stuck out to me because of how I watched it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving on. Um, yes, sorry, Anthony, were you going to say something? No, I was going to say, like, yeah, I, I see that. Because, I mean, like, he wasn't that much important character to be like, oh, let's get, let's actually reca- actually bring the character, like, the actor back for this role. You know, just like one of those things where, like, if we can get him, great. If we can't, then oh well, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, uh, moving on. Um, so um, most most of the Gokaijers. Uh, so uh, Don first arrives on Earth, and uh, he gives his Ranger key up um, to Guy, and then um, uh, because no, the number one. Oh, he didn't. No. Um, okay. So Don actually had stole the key. He told him. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. yeah, that's right. Sorry, I forgot about that detail. <laughs> No, it was, a really um, fun, it was a really funny part because they asked him for the yeah, key. Was, he says, I, I sold it a long time ago. And that's when he reveals to Guy that he hadn't seen the Gokaijers in quite some time because Guy asked him, how can Marvelous and the others be okay with you selling your key? And he said, well, I haven't really seen them a lot lately. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's the excuse he gives them for why he can give him a key. Um Obviously, there's a different reason why he can't tell him, but he can't tell him until the end of the movie, so we're going to wait until then to talk about that. But, yeah. The Ministry of Defense's number one goal is that they want to get the Gokaiger keys as well, so that they can have pretty much all Ranger keys in existence. And uh, by the way, uh, when we say Ranger keys, we're not just talking about everything up until Gokaiger. Like, um, it's pretty much all the way up to uh, to uh, the... I don't think uh, they show a Zenkaiger Ranger keys right now since Zenkaiger is still airing, but it, it goes all the way up to uh, the Sentai that came out before um, Zenkaiger. Yeah, Kira, Kira Major, Kira Major. Um, Kira Major. Yeah. Um, so, um, so then Marvelous arrives on Earth. Um, he's wearing an eye patch, which is an awesome touch, by the way. Um, he arrives on his own ship because uh, it's we're shown in a flashback at the beginning of the movie that the Gokai Galleon has been destroyed. Uh, Marvelous. Uh, what were you saying? 
No, no, no. I'm just, it just, it just, that just hurt my soul was all. It does. Yeah, it's about as heartbreaking as when the Galaxy Rangers had to destroy the Astro megaship and Lost Galaxy. That, that hurt my soul. Yeah. Um, so he arrives on Earth to investigate the Derby um, because he has some suspicions on it. Uh, and the Ministry makes this, uh, tries, um, well, okay, he gets taken to the Derby because uh, Luca, pretending to be uh, someone who's caught him, takes him there and then takes money in exchange for him. Never change, Luca. Um, Never change. <laughs> that, that actually reminds me of a brief joke in the Mega Ranger tribute episode where uh, um, it show, it's shown that Marvelous is uh, reward like an unlimited reward where you could take him to Vizanya and get whatever you want. And then Luca is all like, I could get whatever I want. I remember that. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that, that instantly <laughs> popped up into my head. Um, but anyway, so uh, they have Marvelous fight against multiple Ranger Key clones, claiming that if he beats all of them, then, uh, then he gets to go. Um, but if he loses, then he has to give up his Ranger Key, and he defeats pretty much all of them, but then he ends up having to battle against Guy. Um, and they have this pretty epic battle, and um, at first, um, for the most part, it looks like Marvelous has given up on Earth. Like he, doesn't, like, he wonders if Earth is still worth defending, but as we find out later, so, um, as we find out later... Um, it turns out that the Ministry of Defense has been taken over by a group of alien pirates known as the Bakut Pirates. Um, and in the flashback, we're shown that it was them that uh, defeated the Gokaijers and destroyed the Gokai Galleon. Um, the Bakut Pirates are hoping to uh, gather all the Ranger Keys together so that they can turn all the Super Sentai Rangers into an army so that they can conquer the galaxy. And uh, ultimately, the Gokaijers have to uh, come together and uh, stop, stop the threat. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, we, uh, the other Gokaijers, of course, arrive. Uh, Joe and Iam arrive, and they all come together to battle. Um, and then Navi uh, also shows up where it's revealed that she's um, apparently acting as like an, an doing odd jobs like an announcer. Uh, because apparently, um, I haven't seen the Jew-Oger team up, but apparently the Gokaijers abandoned her on Earth when they returned for the Jew-Oger team up. So, yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, a couple of brief things to note. Um, before we start kind of talking about the general discussion, uh, we have uh, quite a few uh, returning um, actors. Uh, in fact, pretty much uh, every, ma um, every major character in this movie is portrayed by like a pretty big actor in Tokusatsu. Um, so first, we have a returning Sentai Ranger actually in this. Um, there's um there's a moment where uh before I am comes to earth she has to uh obtain a shield that she uses to kind of uh help expose the uh, ministry of defense called the shield of veritas or veritas I don't know maybe I'm mispronouncing that um and she has to go to the planet 
Crystallia. Um, yes. And did I pronounce that right? You, you said you said it right. Okay. And uh, the person that she meets there is uh, Takamichi Crystallia. Uh, Crystallia. And uh, and I didn't know this because I haven't seen this Sentai yet. But apparently that is uh, Kirame Silver from Kira Major. So yeah, really, Six yeah. Ranger. That's cool. Uh, uh, just out of curiosity, Anthony, uh, I don't, um, you know, I, I actually did watch uh, some clips of his first battle because mm-hmm. I, I really, I really like uh, I really like the Kira Major suits, and uh, they look really good. Cool. Everything, yeah. Is is he kind of a comic relief sixth ranger? Like, what kind of sixth ranger is he? Uh, it's kind of a tough one because. He isn't really at the calm relief. He has calm relief moments, but he's not a not fully a calm relief character. He has so many layers, um, to the point where like he, uh, I can't. Really, I don't want to spoil anything for y'all because I don't want to like, you know, tell you more than what I should tell you. Is just kind of like be aware of like because he is actually very important to, to the series and like. Like, you have no idea. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, and uh, we do see uh, all of the um, um. So pretty much uh, all of the remaining ranger keys that ranger key teams that we didn't see uh, that the go that the Gokaiger showed off in Juoder we see here uh, when Marvelous and I am are battling some of the ranger key clones they transform into uh. Juo Eagle, um, uh, Ryu Soul Red, uh, Shishi Red from Q Ranger, Kirame Red, um, and then of course the two Red Rangers from Lupin Ranger versus Pat Ranger. So Pat Ran Ichigo and Lupin Red. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that stuck out to me is that there's a point where uh, when um, Luca and Don are getting their Ranger keys. They transform into different colors. So Luca transforms into Gokai Green, and Don transforms into Gokai Yellow. Uh, that was kind of funny, actually. That was classic Don um, right there, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, it reminds us. It, it's pretty reminiscent of that episode where they switch where they switched bodies. Yeah that that was the callback that they did for that um particular um Gokai change right there. Because people okay. were wondering like. So if they had actually like, you know, when they were still in each other's bodies, like what would have happened if they both would switch their keys and they would have transformed to the, into each other's uh, yeah. Gokai, um, Gokai keys where they did the Gokai change like that. And that's how that's how they would look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, a couple of other learning actors. Um, appears because uh, now unfortunately he's not bosco and it's still cool that they brought him back because you know it feels like a true go reunion uh he appears as one of the coliseum announcers uh the other coliseum announcer is port- is uh played by uh hiroya matsumoto uh he is a he previously portrayed two sentai rangers he was tsubasa ozu or maji yellow and maji ranger and Yellow Mas- Thunder. Sorry, right. <laughs> and uh, Masato Jin or Beatbuster 
in GoBusters. And uh, they, they actually make a bit of an inside joke about that, because there's a point where uh, when they're commentating on a fight, I can't remember which ranger did it, but both the Maji Yellow and the Beat Buster Ranger Keys get defeated at the same time. And, the, and uh, Matsumoto's commentator's like, eh? And he starts crying. Like, <laughs> that's classic. Like, oh, um, wow. They, he took a beating, didn't he? He's like, they took a beating, didn't they? He's like, yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Um, I felt for the guy, too. I was like, man, like... <laughs> Pretty much all of the uh, Ministry of Defense people, with the exception of the Masatoshi um, character, are portrayed by actors we've seen before. Uh, the Minister of Defense, uh, he doesn't have a name. Uh, maybe you guys haven't uh, recognized him. Maybe you guys haven't seen him, but uh, I recognized him. Uh, he, was, um, in, he was in two Kamen Rider seasons. He was in Agito and uh, Fize. Um, I've seen Akito. I I know exactly who you're talking about. He was an, he yeah, was he, an Akito. He was like I this corrupt. It. He was like this corrupt cop, and Akito, mm -hmm. uh, Toru Hojo, and uh, he was one of the Orphanox, one of the um, villains for a couple of episodes in Fies. Um, I'm I'm talking yeah. about like the uh, Akito. Wow, he really got old because I remember when I first saw Akito. I remember him. I did not like him at all. Like he was like Nobody my does. least favorite character in that show. But looking at him now, I'm like, yeah, that's definitely him. I can see the eyes now. But he got really old now. Not old, old, but like you know, he, you know, because it's it's been like like what it's almost twenty years since Agito appeared on on uh, yeah. television. So I can he see why plays, he always plays villains and everything that he's in. Yes. Like, I don't. I don't know, but uh. At least this time he didn't have a monster form. But speaking of villains with monster forms, um, so there's three Baku pirates. Uh, they all have human forms and monster forms, and each of their human forms are portrayed by pretty big people. Uh, there's the male one that has glasses. His name is uh, Bodley. Mm -hmm. um, now, he's not, an, he's not an actor, but he's actually the lead vocalist for the Go Kadger theme song. Uh, okay. The female one, Ren, is portrayed by a Rikako Sakata, who uh, she's been on a, a couple of, she's had a couple of roles, but her biggest role was that she played uh, Miu Kazashiro, um, who was like a main character on Kamen Rider Forze. She wasn't a writer, but she was like, uh, Kamen Rider Forze is like a show about a bunch of high school students, and she's like the most popular cheerleader girl. Who's also a main character? Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, she was like an important, like, like a like important side character to the to the, uh, the main writer. Yep. And then we have uh, Metal Yoshida, who appears as another one, uh, Agrados, and uh, he was previously actually he was actually a common writer. He was Oren mm -hmm. Alfonso, um, and he was one of the. Uh, Additional writers on Common Rider Gaim, specifically Common Rider Bravo, and I recognized yep. him the instinct because he's just one of those actors where you just same, bro. I would literally say it's Mister Dangerous. <laughs> yeah, um, that's about it with the returning actors. Uh, we, um, other than that, uh, we um, 
Yeah, it's mostly just uh, we got, of course, we got all the Gokadgers back. Um, and that's about it. Uh, so um, I guess just to kind of break the ice about the uh, um, about the um, general discussion about this movie. Um, so uh, probably the big thing uh, here is that uh, there's an, there were new power-up modes that we spoke about in our previous videos. Apparently the name is called Cross Armor Mode. And it's apparently been established in the show that apparently even when the Gokai Galleon was destroyed, um, it transformed into, into this uh, new object that's kind of like a ranger key um, that the Gokaijers are able to use. And it gives all of them, except Guy, a uh, you know, power-up mode, so Marvelous gets, uh, you know, this armor that looks like the Gokai Galleon. Joe gets this bladed claw thing. Uh, Don gets, like, this giant cannon. And uh, both Luca and I am get these two feet-mounted things. Um, and yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, I kind of wish that that was a thing in Gokaiger, to be honest. I mean, yeah, I kind of to be honest, though, I preferred the um, Gokai Galleon having that than having to power up stone. True. Yeah, I guess you're right. I, I, that's just my thoughts, because the Gokai Galleon is just more iconic. Um, and if I had to pick a form for the Gokai Galleon to like take, I would prefer to have had the boat come back than... I mean, don't get me wrong, the power-ups are really cool. I like them, but come on, guys, the Gokai Galleon. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I, I, I kind of want to break the ice with, uh, you know, just kind of talking about, um, you know, I'd like to break down uh, some of the things with how uh, the characters have changed. Um, you know, uh, on so this movie is only an hour long, so we don't really get to, um, so some characters are going to get more focused than others. In fact, I would probably say that uh, ultimately the characters that get um, the most focus are probably Guy and Marvelous. Uh, yeah, and as, yeah. And as for Marvelous, I would say that. Uh, well, first of all, seeing him in an eye patch throughout the entire movie is pretty cool. <laughs> Although they make a joke out of it, like like they're apparently saying that he lost his eye in battle, but then at the very end of the movie, it said, "Oh no, I still have my eye." They they just cut me, and now there's this cyst on my eye, and I don't want anyone to see it. Okay, so. look, look. He said there's a sty in my eye, and I I understand, marvelous. Okay, I get it. From a guy yeah. who gets spies in the eye pretty often, I get it. And eye patches are really good for that. <laughs> um, a pirate, uh, an eye patch is a big thing for a pirate, so it's yeah. cool to see him wearing one. I think it's a good. Per I think it's like a thing he wears in the five year reunion as well. Um. But yeah, most of uh, what Marvelous does is just pretty. Uh, is uh, we just, um, I wouldn't say that he's changed much since the events of the show, but 
that's not that's not a bad thing. I mean, he still has this, you know, he clearly has a much greater love for the earth because there's moments where um apparently people are contemplating over whether or not earth is worth protecting. Um and uh you know, there's even a mo- there's even a moment in like uh some ra- in a rather ironic twist where uh the kid uh, Masatoshi is wondering if Earth is even worth protecting, considering um, they were abusing the Super Sentai's powers and all that. And Marvelous, and now instead of you know him telling Marvelous what makes Earth so great, um, he it's now the kid being told by Marvelous that Marvelous that uh that Earth is such a great um place to do, and that's a pretty touching moment, especially since we're shown a flashback. Of uh, what happened in the actual show, you know. Yeah, not. There's a lot of things in this movie that are like just tearjerkers for me. That's one of them. Um, seeing it come full circle to where oh, Marvel yeah. understands the value um, of the Earth, and it, it's like I said in the last part of our Gokaiser series review proper. Um, Marvelous at the end of that series finally learned and accepted he is part of Super Sentai and he has a duty to the Super Sentai name and brand to protect the world. And it's nice to see, you know, over the years he comes back, Go Busters, Zeozer, and now here to continue to keep that oath that he made to himself to keep protecting. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't have to come back to Earth ten years later. There's no treasure here this time. But he came back because the Sentai powers are being used incorrectly and he couldn't stand for that. Definitely shows how far he's come. Yeah. So I think good on him for embracing it because that makes him a much stronger character than he already was. And I mean, look, he's already a really strong character. Um, so, yeah. Uh, the only other character that gets much of a uh, growth is um, Guy. Uh, but not really growth, but he gets focus here. Um, okay, he doesn't get any growth. He's the same old guy. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't mean to say growth. Um, uh, the, the only thing I'm curious about is uh, they say that he apparently left uh, the Gokaijers um, like four years ago in the movie, yeah. which I guess it means like it was a year after they did the whole thing with Ju Oger and then he left. Kind of wondering mm-hmm. what caused him to do that. Um, I don't think it's ever mentioned why in Zeod's or. I think it's just a plot point. Um, I, I think we could have done with less guy focused stuff because honestly, as much as we all like guy, he didn't really add anything except be a nuisance in the way. Um, yeah, true. Like he wasn't, you know, he didn't get any character growth. We didn't see anything new or cool about him. He was the same old obsessed with the Sentai guy that just wanted to, you know, do right by the world, but he blundered it again. Um, so 
while I like him a lot as a character, he didn't really grow a lot in this one. I mean, the other characters, you could see some growth. I mean, I saw some growth in Zoe and Ahim and Luca and even Don. Because, so, you know, these four other aliens who don't belong to Earth, they sowed a lot of love and compassion for the world around them, and they came back. Like, when Don comes in the first episode, he's grateful to smell the Earth air again because he feels that's refreshing, invigorating. It's, it's fantastic. And he's happy to be back. Um, Luca... See, if you ask me, Luca's the one that's kind of like iffy sometimes because she is kind of driven by her desire for money and wealth. But she came back because she cares about the world in a way that she can't explain. You know, like these characters all came back for a reason. Yep. And they may not have said anything about that. Like they may not have done a lot beyond where Kazuka Sentai Gokai's there. But that in itself is a big deal for these guys. If if this is any other Sentai team, if this was uh, Kia Reads or Go Buster, Tokyo's or Ninins or any of them, this wouldn't mean anything. Because that's their job. That's what they came into this power to do. But these four didn't. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of growth here, a lot of care, like, it's not like we get any more backstory on them. I know a lot of people, when they say uh, character growth, they want to see backstory, they want to see like some new aspect of them, but it's also good to see that what lessons they learn in the finale have kind of guided them in a way even after 10 years later. Yeah, absolutely. So... That's what I mean by growth here for those of you at homework that are kind of like, well, what is Riz on about? Because they're the same characters they were 10 years ago, but that's the point. They didn't revert to the pirate way. I think uh, I, I think the only real complaint that I have is that, well, first of all, I wish that we saw more of Joe because, you know, he's my favorite. Joe um, had no screen time at all, and that was kind of weird. Yeah. You can count the number of lines that Joe has on one hand. Although... Um, uh, do you even need a full hand? Yeah. <laughs> Although, to be fair, when the Gokadgers returned for superhero Tyson, uh, he was literally probably the only Gokadger that did anything other than Marvelous. So I guess yeah. it evens out. I mean, maybe, but... Yeah. I just think that it'd be nice to see more Joe, but I'm also a Joe fan. Um, same. I mean, honestly, I know we had a lot of Ahim, but we really didn't have a lot of Ahim in that she was there, she helped Marvelous escape from a guy and the other Sentai clone things, and she helped them fight, but she was mainly there to fight. She didn't really do much else beyond that, I think. No. Luca, I mean, she came in, she trolled um, the ministers. Uh, she did a thing where she said, oh, no, oh, 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 no. That was cute. I like that. <laughs> that was amazing. It yeah. made me laugh so much. 
I mean, of course, she had to say her uh, catchphrase, Urusai Baka, at oh, the end. That, <laughs> okay, that right there was that. Okay, so I was already cheering when I saw, when I saw Marvelous's gun fire and you heard that song. You know that song I'm talking about. It's the it's song. Like, like, Ogaro. Yeah. yeah, so whenever, like, it's a thing. Every episode of Gokaiser, things are happening, things are happening. And then finally, the last straw has been hit. And it's always noted by a Gokaiser firing their gun and hitting something. It could be a wild barrage of firing from all six or all five. Or it could be one firing, like in the case of Marvelous here, and immediately that song plays. And you know, you know in the core of your body that Sith's about to get real. They're about to do some damage here. They're about to destroy whatever's in front of them. No questions asked. You know it's coming. Mm-hmm. So when you, when you see that, that's nostalgia, man. Ten years later, to have them come back, to have them all look as good as they do, to do the gunfire, to walk and to stop and say, oh, side, fuck up. And all that stuff, that was, that was pure greatness. That was a fangasm and a half right there. Facts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the other really cool part of this movie, I think, was with Don and his, uh, his part of the plan, like, for what they're doing. I, I was really intrigued by Tom scratching his hair, looking for that little recorder. Oh, of course. It's <laughs> like digging in like, I know it's in here somewhere. I'm like, dude, how thick is your hair? Oh, uh, Don. Yeah. Um, but I think overall, this movie hits all the right spots for an anniversary movie. That's set 10 years later. I mean, first of all, you got all six main characters back. That's hard to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so many things could happen. They could say, well, I don't want to do Sentai anymore, or, well, I'm not interested. But these guys came, came back. And I mean, okay, so Marvelous and Luca came back, like, two years ago for the uh, Strongest Battle uh, Ever movie, which is like a battle royale of all the Sentais. And, and Luca's actress also voiced the robot thing that became uh, the Pink Ranger and Q Ranger, I think. Didn't she? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Washi Pink. Yeah. Okay. I've I never seen that one. But, um, yeah, I was really happy to see them again. Um, I'm not certain how the canon fits with that movie with everything else but if you if you look at the strongest battle in the world super sentai battle royale movie thing it actually fits in rather well with everything else going on i don't know if y'all have seen it yet or not but um, i would have to see it yeah yeah, it fits in pretty well. Like nothing significant happens, but you can still see like Luca and Marvelous kind of interacting, and they're kind of you know building up that entire thing of you know being pirates and 
the entire attitude is still there and it's pretty great. Um, yeah, so it's it's nice to see these characters keep coming back and forth. I'm thinking and I'm hoping that they return for the 50th uh, anniversary of Sentai. In some way. I mean, they have to. They have to, like, do something with those keys again, you know? I think that's probably... Uh, <clears throat> that's probably uh, just going to be a thing now because, uh, like I said, I mean, they... Um, like we said earlier, they they came back for a team-up with Ju Oger, which was the 40th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Now, they're not doing a crossover with Zenkaiger, at least not to my knowledge, but... They still did it. They still did a ten years later movie. So, I I just think at this point we can just kind of safely say that the Gokaijers are kind of becoming just like a mandatory gimmick with the anniversary theme. Like maybe yeah. you don't have to have them come back as regular characters, but at so, you know in some shape, form, or fashion, you have to uh, you know kind of have the Gokaijers uh, come back briefly during an anniversary season. I mean, okay, so... Some way, shape, or form, because, I mean... Like, kind of... I know this isn't a Zenkaiser podcast right now, but they kind of do appear in Zenkaiser in, like, reference. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say that. So whenever uh, two Kaiser... What? With the gold one, right? Yeah, so the gold one is uh, two Kaiser... Two Kaiser, I don't know how to say it. Two Kaiser. Um, yeah. So when Two Kaiser comes out, um, the other Zen Kaisers ask him how he got his powers, and he said, "Oh, well, so we also go between different dimensions, like how d- our enemies do." And one of them was the uh, Go Kaiser's world, and we saw their powers and we liked it, so we copied it. Yeah, they pirated the pirates. Yeah, literally. Yeah. So I thought that was a pretty cool way to kind of just at least mention Gokaiser in that two Kaiser has the look and feel of the outfits. Obviously, they don't have the Gokaiser gimmick. They don't have the characters return that I know about yet. I'm on episode 15 or 16 at this point. I'm kind of slowed down a bit because I got bogged down with other stuff. But... Yeah, so far, no other mention of Gokaiser that I've seen, and I don't think there is anything else, like, talking about them. But at least they had that one little thing, that little tidbit that said, yeah, we pirated these parts from the real Gokaisers. So that gives me some hope that we'll see them in all the anniversaries coming, uh, going forward in some way. I mean, they might not always uh, be able to bring back the actors, but at the very yeah. least, I think that they'll probably bring like back the Gokaijers to just appear in suit form only. Um, but you never know. I mean, they, they might just be able to bring them back every five years. Well, I think th- this set of ca- uh, actors actually enjoy what they did a lot. Yeah. Because it takes a lot of commitment to say... Yeah, we'll come back again. Yeah, we'll all six come back again. Yeah, we'll come back again. No big deal. Like, you don't see Simkenzer doing it. You don't see the other Sentai's before doing it. I mean, they could barely get one Sentai member per team for the 35th anniversary. 
So to be able to get all six of the cast consistently for like all of this is pretty big. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, just to uh, kind of give my thoughts. Um, so I haven't seen any of the other uh, 10 year anniversary movies. Um, I've they, seen one. So they far. did one for Hurricaneger, Deckeranger, and Goanger. Oh, no, no, I think, well, never mind. It was Goanger and uh, I think. Nate, how have you not yeah, seen Goanger? That's like your thing. I don't know. I just, I got to get. I got to get to that eventually. Um, yeah. To my knowledge, though, I'm pretty sure this is the longest one because this one is like just a little over an hour. The other ones have been less than an hour. No, this um, is exactly one hour. Okay. Give a second. Okay. If you can't well, find the song, it's exactly one hour. Um, but as far as... Uh, if this is just what, you know, 10-year anniversary movies, I I guess just by looking at the length of all this, you know, th this is just what, you know, 10-year anniversaries are going to be. I mean, I, I would probably, I would like for uh, the anniversary, I would like for them to be a bit longer. Like, I don't know, like, we, we've seen Sentai movies get as long as, like, an hour and a half, like, with the crossover movies, so I... I would like to see them just be a little bit longer to, and probably have a little bit more of a, you know, of a bigger plot instead of one that just feels like an extended episode. But if this is just what, you know, 10 year anniversary movies are, then, you know, I can accept that. And I and I and I enjoy that, you know, and I think that this movie uh, works out pretty great. You know, it's great to see this cast back. Um the villains are, um, for what they are, I really enjoy the villains and the whole uh, Sentai, Super Sentai Battle Royale thing was a pretty creative idea. Um, I can't, uh, like I said, my only real complaint is that not all the Gokaijers get their moment to shine. Like, Joe doesn't do that much, unfortunately. Um, but I do like the villains. I do like how they don't try to, you know, come up with like yet another um like Zangyak type of person for them to battle. Like, oh, like uh like apparently um in the Go Busters versus Go Kaiger movie, their bat their villain is like some relative of Actos Gill, like his nephew or something like that. So like, oh well this is uh this is another relative of Acto Skill. No, they come up with like a brand new pirate gang, and I like that. Yeah. Um, I I really enjoyed it for what it is. Uh, maybe I maybe I was a little disappointed at first, just given the length and how it comes off more like it's just an extended like two part episode. But now that I see, you know, the length, you know, the the lengths of the other anniversary movies and I'm just kind of realizing okay this is this is just what um send what 10 year anniversary movies are I guess where they're just gonna um you know bring him back for like an hour or something yeah I'm fine with that and I uh I like uh I think the thing that really made me uh enjoy this uh, they've updated the Super Sentai Hero Getter theme song to go all the way to Kira Major um, which they play during the closing credits. And they actually show a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff 
during the closing credits, which was fun. Um, yeah, I would say that I I enjoyed it. I, I I really do wish that we could have longer movies, but if, like I said, if if that's just what these movies are, then for what it is, it's a very enjoyable brief ten year anniversary. And yeah, I really love it. Uh, what about you, Anthony? Oh yeah, this this was definitely a really like fantastic um, movie. Um, like I said, it was just great to see uh, Metal again because I, like I said, I've watched Gaim all the way through, and I love, love, love Comrade Bravo. He's like yep. he's like just very flamboyant, very like he's flamboyant but tough at the same time, which is which is cool, you know. And just seeing him again, he was like, oh, my God, I know him. I've seen him before. You know, I didn't recognize Mio at first. Uh, that's the crazy part, because I, I guess because you wore glasses. That's just kind of just surprising. Like, oh, that's her? Okay. And um, it was great seeing, great seeing Luca again, you know, obviously. Um, uh, it was good to see uh, Marvelous again, you know, being Marvelous. I really do like the eye patch. I know he probably just is like probably wearing it temporarily, but like I think he should keep it. I don't think he should take it off. I think he should just keep it on, you know, for the remainder of whenever. Uh like I said, Joe like you guys said, Joe didn't really have much to do. He still looked cool, but it's just that the, the movie didn't give him really give him much except, you know, the battle the Sentai battles and stuff with him transforming and whatnot. Uh Doc was Doc was interesting. Uh he didn't really he had a little bit more fo- more focus than everybody else did, especially like him more screen time because he was the first Gokaiju we see on screen. Uh, I think, unless I'm getting him mixed up, and as, as Marvelous appeared earlier, I'm not sure. I can't remember. Um, and surprisingly, this had the least amount of uh, previous Sentai Rangers, not in counting um, the. Actor who plays uh, plays a uh, beat buster and uh, yellow. Magi yellow. I don't know why I'm like I don't like I don't know how to say his name. Uh, but yeah, I it was very interesting to see the young boy who uh, marvelous was helping out in episode two. You know, as an adult, because like oh wow, like that. You know, that be you know they're going back. They're going back that far. Into the uh, into the you know the characters from back back in the day, so it was nice they did that. Overall, I just enjoyed it. It was just a very fun you know ten year anniversary you know, and I hope you know this isn't the last we see of them. Yeah, so for me. In closing thoughts, this movie was everything I'd hoped for in a Gokaiser 10 years later movie. It hit all the high notes of bringing back all the characters. Um, We had an interesting story. Um, The story as a whole was interesting. Uh, I, I think the best part was seeing all the characters come back and getting everyone together one more time. And just kind of having that Gokai magic that we've kind of grown to love and desire more of happen again because Gokaiser is just one of the best thing ever. 
So mm-hmm. I'm glad to see them back. Um, I'm looking forward to 20 years later, and I'm looking forward to the 50th anniversary. And any other time you'll bring Marvelous back, just, just do it. We'll be yep. there. We'll watch it. It'll be great. And speaking of Marvelous, um, <clears throat> here's an inside joke that I was just reading up on uh, briefly. There's a point where he slips on a banana peel um, while he's transformed as uh, the Red Ranger from Q Ranger. Apparently, oh, that was supposed to be an, an inside joke because, um, and Anthony would know this, um, in Kamen Rider Gaim, there's a character who's based off of a, of a banana because Kamen Rider Gaim's uh, theme are fruits. Um, the Kamen Rider is Kaito, uh, Kaito Kumon. What's funny is that, and I think I told you this, Anthony, and if yeah. not, then you're about to find out. Um, oh, you told me. The I guy who played Kaito was originally auditioned for Marvelous. So that's a pretty uh, cool uh, inside joke. And the other thing that I'm seeing here is uh, in that scene that you mentioned where uh, Luca goes into the office and she's like, oh no, look at what all these people are saying. Um, she calls herself there, uh, her name is uh, Masaki Shirogain. Apparently, that's a char- the name of a character in an anime called uh, Action Heroine Cheer Fruits. I've never seen it. Um, I've never seen it either. Doesn't uh, familiar. Apparently, Luca's actor voices that character in, uh, oh. in the anime. So, that was another cool inside joke, I guess. Hmm, interesting. That's cool. Yeah. But to kind of close this out with our final thoughts, um, I, you know, I just kind of want us all to just give a brief rundown and then give it an overall grade, uh, and I'll start off. Um, so from what I've read, uh, this seems to be generally among most critics and uh, Super Sentai fans, at least for right now, what I'm seeing on uh, most discussion boards, this is uh, probably the best. Um, ten-year anniversary movie. At least that's what most people are saying. And if that's the ki- and um, even though I've only seen one, I would probably have to agree that this movie is good. Um, it's got a lot of great inside jokes. Uh, really cool. Um, you know the Super Sentai Battle Royale is awesome. It's great to see these characters again, and uh, it was cool seeing Marvelous and I am kind of show off some of the other Ranger keys. But of course. I really appreciate them coming up with a realistic, like, a, uh, a reason that makes sense for them to use them in the show instead of just, you know, saying, oh, we still have Ranger keys, even though we gave them up, like they did in all those other things. So, yeah, I, I, I really can't, um, aside from maybe just giving Joe a little bit more screen time, I really can't think of any other way, other things that I would fix about this move movie um it's awesome and i'll probably watch it again a couple of times and uh tell way if you're watching this uh be prepared to uh, bring them back for a 15 years later movie or at least have them appear in the uh 50th anniversary and if you or, don't do this or appear in Kaiser as a surprise that nobody knows about and tell way if you don't do that all three of us will find you, and we will do something that you're not going to want to know what we're going to do, and, we're, and I am not joking. 
So do it. The problem um, is, we don't know what we're going to get. Do what? <laughs> yeah, what Anthony said, more. Now, please, go. On delay, on delay. Like, like, yeah. like how, uh, what was it, uh, Ricky Bordy? <laughs> Rick was like, ten, 10 more seasons, Bordy. <laughs> 10 more seasons. <laughs> Look, just give me Go Kaiser 2, okay? Just, just make it happen. The 50th se- the 50th anniversary season will be Go Kaiser Part 2. I watch it. Yep. I, I think we'd all watch it. And it could be something really, you know, different too. It could just be like the Go Kaiser kids learning from the parents, or I don't care. I, just, just make it Go Kaiser. Right. That'd be that'd be sick. I it's like cool, I like right? it. Like, could yeah. you imagine the son of Marvelous not being a badass and having to learn to be like his dad? Mm-hmm. Maybe not necessarily their kids, but just uh, you know, the next generation. <laughs> Like some new pirates that want to live up to the reputation of the Gokaijers. Oh, another set of pirates pirating the Gokaijers? That'd be amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I finished like, Kaiser, dude. I didn't finish Kaiser so bad. Yeah. But yeah, I would probably, I'll give this movie a solid A. Uh, a minus. I'll take off some points for No Joe because he's awesome, but. Aside, but other than that, you're good. I give it an A minus. What about you guys? Uh, I give it an A, not A plus, but just A. Yeah. Okay, fine. I'll be that guy. This movie gets an A plus with a double plus. Damn it. Okay. Ooh. Don't ask me what that is numerically because I can't tell you. All you have to know mm-hmm. is. A, a with two pluses on it. A double A plus. Yes. You guys have but, anything else you want to say? But I'm just a huge Gokaiser fanboy, so take it or leave it, because I'm here to stay. I just can't believe this is our, like, it's for now. It's over for now. I'm, not, I'm just going to say that. Yeah. It's over yeah. for now. I'm not going to say it's over completely. I will say I'm happy that our podcast team committed to the entirety of Gokaiser and this movie, and we're doing it consistently. Like, I'm pretty proud of us. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I'm proud of us, too. Yeah. But um, I, I'd like to thank all of you all for listening and keep on rocking because 2022 will bring us some great stuff. Yep. Well, okay, like, uh, to kind of piggyback off of what uh, Rizwan was saying, uh, first of all, we would like to thank you guys all for joining us for the Gokaiger reviews. Um, we thank you for, uh, you know, just give it, uh, we thank you for, you know, bearing with us. And for all the new people who came in, we appreciate all the support that we get from you guys. Um, like I said, uh, in the previous video next time we're going to be uh kind of backtracking a couple of years uh two years to be exact um in sentai we're going to be taking a look at probably the first sentai that a lot of you got that a lot of us back home uh began watching and of course we'll go into more details about that when we actually start the series and uh 
Samurai Sentai Shinkenger. Uh, we hope you guys will join us for that. We're definitely looking forward to revisiting that Sentai. Although in Riz's case, he's going to be visiting it for the first time. Um, oh yeah, I'm ready. We'll be taking a look at episodes one through ten in that video. Um, and uh, we hope you guys will join us for that. Um, please, uh, if you have any Sentai that you would like for us to cover, um, you know, we'll you know we'll definitely try to get to that once we get all the ones that we that we want to cover out of the way. Uh, but if you have any ones that you would like for us to cover, please uh, feel free to leave a um, leave comments down below to let us know what you would like to see. Um, be sure to like this video and subscribe to our YouTube channel if you're not already subscribed. And uh, please check us out at AnimeSecrets.org. Also check us out on uh, all of our social media like Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, and all that. Um, once again, we thank you guys for joining us on this great treasure hunt. We hope you guys have enjoyed it as much as we have. But uh, for now, we're going to be take we're going to be officially saying goodbye to Gokaiger as we move on to a new Sentai. So be sure to catch us then. So until next time, next year in 2022, when we begin to take a look at Shinkenger, we're going to be saying farewell for now. So we'll see you guys uh, next year and uh, take care. Later, guys.